Welcome to BJ on the Road, a podcast about all things travel and adventures and some things not. I'm Jess. And I'm Billy. Join us as we chat about our random and not so random trips, full of funny stories, travel woes, and plenty of planning tips. Each week we will highlight a destination that we've been to, and when you're sick of hearing from us, we'll bring on some guests to tell their stories too. So buckle up kiddos, because here we go. Welcome back, listeners. We got episode two here, and we are talking about Acadia National Park today. With me, as always, is the lovely Jessica. Hello. Hello. Um, This is actually a trip that we took pretty recently, so we're going to dive into this before we forget too much, because I have a bad tendency of going off the rails. So let's see if we can fix that today, huh? Yes, I added some more structure, so hopefully it flows a little bit better and we get you a bit more information. Um, We want this to be a pretty useful podcast, so hopefully you can gain a lot from this episode. We'll see. And yeah, I did just crack a beer open. Uh, I'm never claiming to be sober during these. (laughs) I never will. He's funnier as he drinks. So we actually chose to go to Acadia National Park because it is one of the very few states that New Jersey is allowed to go to and from without having to quarantine for two weeks. This is all in the time of COVID-19. Maine allowed us into their state and then we were allowed back into our state without having to quarantine for two weeks pretty sick yes so from new jersey where we live we live in north jersey it is about an eight hour drive up to acadia national park and that's to the island of mount desert island uh there's acadia national park is pretty spread out across multiple islands but we spent the majority of our time on mount desert island yeah it's actually pretty interesting if you look at like a map of acadia and what actually falls into national park land it's actually kind of funny how broken up it is there's like these little specks of land in between that people are i guess were just like no you're not taking my land from me no i don't know it's really if you look at a map you'll see what i'm getting at it's pretty funny yeah like in one you could be on a hike and in one second you are in national park land and then in the next you're on private property you're on jeb's land and he's (laughs) telling you the hell out of there yeah on like places like yellowstone that we covered in the last episode which is just a big giant square chunk of land rectangle i don't know but it's hexagon i don't know (laughs) it's certainly not um this jagged outline that acadia national park is yeah so on our drive up we ended up stopping in portland maine it was just a basically a five hour drive to portland we thought it was a good spot to stop for lunch we left fairly early in the morning so that we could get up there in order to enjoy lunch at a lunch time personally i wasn't that thrilled by portland i didn't really find it to be anything too mind-blowing yeah, I mean, granted, maybe if we were a little less tired, um, if everything was a little more open, yeah. <laughs> maybe it would have been slightly different. COVID. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll take it with a grain of salt because maybe it is a little bit better. But I don't know. It's just some small city that's, you know, lined a harbor. Yeah, I just feel like you couldn't even see the harbor. You know, I felt like there was all these big buildings right up on the waterfront. Yeah, so you true. couldn't even experience the ocean which is the main draw i would say and one of the things blocking you is a chunk of the berlin wall apparently i don't know why it's there (laughs) there has to be some significance i guess there doesn't have to be it could just be a piece of the berlin wall (laughs) hey we we got some 
cement here. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of cool to see, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was a handful of restaurants that lined the water. Um, a couple of like lobster crabbing boats and stuff, and that's really that's it. I don't know. It was a, a clean city. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I got a parking ticket, so I wasn't too thrilled. That's right. Fuck that place. Actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't go there, especially if you plan on parking a vehicle yeah. legally, legally and paying for the spot. I paid. And then they pretend that we didn't. I'm still disputing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't heard back. <laughs> I should follow up. That's okay. <laughs> so anyway, so we did stop in Portland five hours up, and then we finished the last three hours to drive out to Mount Desert Island. We stayed on the quiet side of the island, so they call it. It's the Southwest Harbor. We stayed at Smuggler's Den Campground. So we chose to do a campground to save money. The we quiet had a, side is 20 minutes from the busiest part of the island, too. So it's not a huge place by any means. Right. So Yeah, it's not a, it's not a far drive. That. So Bar Harbor is the main um, <laughs> town on Mount Desert Island, I'd say. And that's like where the most of the tourist... It's a tourist trip. Yeah, tourist activity is. So if you do tours or if you stay, most likely if you stay in a hotel, it's probably in Bar Island. We chose to stay in a campground outside of that to be on the quote-unquote quiet side. So we ended up staying in a cabin. We were planning on camping, and then we extended the trip to a full week. So we were there for a full 10 days, right? Yeah, somewhere around there, 7 to 10 days. Um, A lot of that had to do with the fact that we did bring rumor with us. So actually the whole... Acadia and Bar Harbor, everything was really super accommodating for dogs, which is pretty awesome. But camping and being in a cabin was definitely way easier than, you know, trying to sneak around to certain hotels and or being find stuck an Airbnb that like took that. dogs and stuff. Yeah. So we did stay in a cabin. We ended up going, we splurged and got our own bathroom in our cabin. We had, what was it, the luxury? Deluxe. Deluxe. The deluxe cabin. How could I forget? <laughs> My God. Lived like a king. There was. Two beds. There was a bathroom. Two bunk beds. Two bunk beds. Technically, four beds. And, yeah, just running water. And that's pretty much what made it a... The kitchen. Deluxe, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was really nice for what it was. No, it was great. Yeah. Great way to save some money. Yeah, it's uh, all we needed because it means not like we... Oh, man, we're going out and really going crazy tonight. Like, it was just a place to throw in our hiking boots and change out of wet clothes. So, yeah. Yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, if we were to go back, we have discussed splurging, and there were two hotels that I would definitely splurge on. Both in Bar Harbor. Both in Bar Harbor. Pretty much right next to each other, actually. Well, not right next to, but... Against, on the, on yeah. the water, on the ocean. The first one was the Bar Harbor Inn. We ate dinner there that night. That's where the wedding was. Mm-hmm. That had this giant hot tub. It was more of a small pool. And with it was, boiling water and it. it was an infinity hot tub looking right out into the ocean. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That's pretty much all you want. Like, we were there in the very beginning of October. End of September to the beginning of October. So, like, it was, like, nice and cool out. And, like, now and then, like, when we were eating outside, because that's pretty much all we could do, one or two of the nights it was freezing. And one of the nights happened to be when we were eating there. So, like, that hot tub was calling my name. Absolutely. But it was not a hotel guest, so we could not answer that call, <laughs> which was a real shame. But you know what's better than a giant hot tub overlooking the ocean? Do tell. A private hot tub. You bet your sweet ass it is. 
Hotel number two. What was it called? Uh, Harborside Hotel. Harborside Hotel. Oh, baby. So we noticed when we were just kind of walking around and stuff that certain rooms on their patio have their own private hot tubs out there. And that is the bee's knees. My God. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to go back, I'm splurging to get clearly a suite that has to be some type of suite with my own private hot tub on my balcony overlooking the Atlantic Ocean. Yep. I'm sold. Yep, same. We actually, we considered, like, just ditching our campsite, like, a night around. Like, what if we just go here just for one night, really pamper <laughs> ourselves? It was and a I bit was like, expensive. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm already in deluxe. What am I doing? <laughs> I already have my own toilet. I don't Absurd, know. Absurd, <laughs> yeah. How much better could it get? So, yes. If we were to go back with that, that is what we would do. We would splurge, live it up, spend all the money that we don't have. <laughs> Damn spiffy. Living beyond our means. I don't know. After a day of hiking, that just sounds so nice. It does. I don't even have to get in all the way. Just, just my feet. Right? That's all I want. <laughs> so we actually have this saying that we've been talking about for a very long time. I'm sure we'll get to our trip to Las Vegas where Billy had his best day of his entire life. But our saying oh, is living beyond your means. It's we... terrible for your wallet. <laughs> it's terrible for your bank account. I'm sure any kind of an accountant will tell you, please stop doing this. But now and then we just really splurge on certain things. Not all the time. But like if I'm on the fence about something, I'm like, oh, price is a bit more than I wanted. I'm like, dude, live beyond your means. Ball out. Just do it. Bro, you got this. Ball out. Right? You're yeah. on vacation. You saved up for it. You might as well do it. Spend the money. Yeah. Do the things you want to do. Go broke living rich <laughs> so to help you on your planning we did break it down into a few different categories to help you know what you absolutely need to see some things you can skip um, you know where to eat those kind of conversations to help you with your planning basically a travel blog in word form <laughs> <laughs> that's my head exploding I'm... so the first thing that we're going to do is some must-see spots and some must-do things. Mm -hmm. And see spot run. <laughs> the first thing that we had both said was probably our favorite part of the trip is we did a sea kayaking tour through coastal kayaking tours in Bar Harbor. That was an amazing trip. Yeah, it was really cool. It wasn't a long trip by any means. It was two people per kayak, so it's not like... You went totally crazy killing yourself trying to paddle through because it, it's a huge difference. We have, we each have our own, you know, smaller kayaks. So we know after a certain point, like, you start feeling like a pretty good shoulder burn. You're kind of like, all right, I'm getting tired of this. Let's just coast for a bit. Man, what, what a difference it was having that extra engine of another person paddling along with you. And a rudder. And a rudder. That is so <laughs> sick, man. I get it. Rudders are cool. We were also probably one of the last trips to go out because we were going out in October, not known for being warm, along with the Atlantic Ocean, also not known for being warm year-round. In um, Maine. In Maine, which is <laughs> quite a bit north for us. So they actually gave us like the skirts that go over the kayaks, basically just where you're sitting. So if any water does kind of splash up, it doesn't like land in your lap and start sinking you or anything like that. Or it's supposed to. It's Yeah, it's supposed to. It worked to. for me and you. It worked for most people, except <laughs> for our one friend who got just a bit doused got a little saltier than she was expecting oh well <laughs> well it's the way the cookie crumbles it's the way the salt water drips i don't know 
Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so we actually paddled out, um, and we kind of stayed against the shoreline for the most part. Yeah, you don't go any like absurdly open water. By yeah, means. but you kind of paddle around these different islands. Like, what was that one island? Um, Bar Island. Bar Island. I, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty easy. That's it. We paddled around that, and apparently at low tide, you could drive across it with a car. Yeah. And yeah, that was the other. We got all these fun facts from our tour guide as we were paddling along. So he was saying that yeah, low tide, pretty much the sea just parts as if Moses was standing there. And people could drive straight across, I guess, just mostly rock and stuff and sand to get to this island. Um, He did say to keep an eye on that tide chart, though, because a lot of people have gotten stuck out there who weren't paying attention. And the tide, you know, comes in and out pretty damn quick. So as soon as it starts happening, it's probably already too late. But you also get a chance to see some wildlife and things like that. So, like, we were going around, um, what was it, like an abandoned ferry dock? And we got to see a couple of harbor seals, which are super cute little things. They're basically dogs in the water, so ultra adorable. Um, didn't get wildly close to them, but they would, you know, pop their heads up and down. Bring a pair of binoculars with you if you can, if you have the ability to, because Jess is able to spot them and see some good stuff with them. Yeah. Um, bald eagle flew right over us. That was pretty cool. That was cool. And if you go in the right time of year, you might be able to go and do some like whale watching, probably in the same area. We were not there at the right time, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I would highly suggest doing a sea kayak tour just to see the wildlife, honestly. I mean, I personally really like kayaking and I love getting out into like the rougher waters, but just to see the wildlife, yeah, it would be worth it. Yeah, and also, same here. As soon as you unchop your waters, it seems to be more fun, but... You know, it still wasn't anything crazy. If that's going to hold you up, just go do it. No, it was good. Um, So the next thing on the list of must-see spots and must-do things is Cadillac Mountain at sunrise. Oh, yeah. So they are instituting a new reservation system. So we were actually there in the trial period where they were piloting the reservation program. It's all just for Corona, too. So... I, you know. I think this is something that'll stick past Corona. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, I think that's what it is looking like. But they were piloting it to try to do some crowd control. But I had seen it prior to going because that's the type of planner I am. I <laughs> over-research mm-hmm. everything. Beyond sight. So I had seen that this was going to happen. So I had booked a reservation. It's $2. It's like not, it's a very nominal fee. It's not something that's actually going to, you know, break the bank. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have a slight interest in it and you're thinking, oh, but I don't know if I'm going to want to get up at 3.30 in the morning to go see the sunrise, just book it. Just book it. It's $2. And odds are you're going to have some serious FOMO if you wake up the next day at 9 o'clock and say, oh, crap, we didn't go. Like, I kind of wish we did. Just suck it up for one day. Yeah, and honestly, it was amazing. We did. We woke up at 3.30. We got there around 4.30, and then you, we had about two hours to wait. Yeah, um, hot tip. Bring, like, bleacher seats or some kind of thick blankets, towels, something like that, because you're sitting on top of a mountain, which is just stone. There's no real seats there, so you're just sitting on cold rock waiting for that giant ball of heat to show up all of a sudden. Yeah. And so we had prepared, we had packed 
actually I don't think any of us even ate the breakfast that we had packed but we had packed like oatmeal we packed coffee and tea it's too early for breakfast I was still (laughs) digesting dinner for Christ's sake (laughs) yeah we had um like you know packed our jet boils and our water so we could make some instant coffee and tea while we were on the mountain that was really nice i felt like i was living pretty luxuriously yeah more or less everyone's just kind of sitting there prepping their cameras and things like that waiting for the sun to come up fun fact about cadillac mountains at sunrise it, it is it is <laughs> it is the tallest mountain on the eastern seaboard in north america there you go. or at least in the united states i don't know about canada at least the United States. At least, okay, for sure the United States. So you're actually the first one in all the U.S. to see the sunrise on that day. Yes. So, suck it, nerds. I saw the sunrise before you did on, I don't know, October 1st? 2nd. 2nd? Yeah. Yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> goddamn right it was. Um, so I think that's just kind of a cool little fun fact and you have, you know, it's just a cool thing to say you did. Yeah, and it was really beautiful. Um, rumor actually just reminded me, um, be sure to bring lots of treats and things like that for your dog if you bring them at the top Cadillac, because they're not going to want to sit still the entire time, uh, like you pretty much have to. You could get up and walk around, but it's dark and it's pretty easy to trip over shit, so. Yeah. I know, you didn't have the best of time up there, I'm sorry. I know, you were tired. I know. know. She's still cranky about it. Unbelievable. (laughs) She just won't let things go. So dramatic. But, um, yeah, it's definitely something to do if you're in Acadia. I would say suck it up, wake up early. If you have to, take a nap later in the day. I think it's worth it. Absolutely. And it was super foggy and still over overcast, like cloudy day, and it was still actually really cool. Um, Peep our Instagrams to check it out. You'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but no, really, it was still a really awesome view. So don't let the weather, like, oh, it's not going to be perfectly clear skies. It won't matter. You'll still see something pretty cool. Yes. And just make it that much more unique. Absolutely. That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> so the next must-do thing is the Beehive Trail. So the Beehive Trail is what they call a ladder trail, and it's basically these metal rungs on the side of the mountain, yeah. and you're climbing up a cliff face. Picture pieces of bent rebar just kind of shoved into the side of this boulder, and you are right along the cliff. Like, I think you probably have a couple of feet of space in between you and, at minimum, four broken bones, if not <laughs> death, <laughs> if you fall. Um Super cool, though. Uh, a lot of fun. It's something that I personally definitely prefer over just, like, um, what are they called? They just go, like, back and forth, up and down. Um, not crisscrosses. Um, like traversing? Traversing! Yeah, traversing is boring. I'd rather just kind of scale and boulder and go straight up the top in that way. I think it's more fun, more interesting. And if you're, you're still working hard, but you're just kind of forgetting about it. It's more like being on a jungle gym. Yeah, and this the Beehive Trail was a super short trail, too. Yeah, Beehive is definitely short and sweet. It's over before you know it, <laughs> pretty much. The one thing that we did have against it is that, I don't know, once you get above the tree line, it's the same view as if you turn around, put your back against the cliff, as it is once you get to the top. It looks exactly the same, so that's kind of the shame. It's like, oh, like, cool, I made it to the top, awesome, but it's like this, ah, but look at what I couldn't see. Like it, It's the same. Yeah. It's the same view the entire way up. I am very much 
into the instant gratification when you reach the top of a mountain. So I like to. So you can feel yourself grad, like going up and up and up and up and. But not I like anything. getting to that aha moment, like you break through the trees and you see this endless vista, or you know mm. something, right? I don't like when you can see the view the entire time because then it's like, why did I even do this? So that was the only downside about almost all of these hikes is that you had a view, the same view. Yeah, really, it was that was my issue is that you had the same view everywhere you went pretty much. Right. And it wasn't a bad view by any means. Oh, it was beautiful, but but it was like if you, like, if you didn't enjoy the hike up, then. It's kind of sucked a little for Right, you. you already saw the view. Yeah. Right. So, but Beehive Trail, definitely worth it. I will say, um, you know, we we have talked about that. We did bring Rumor. She is not allowed on ladder trails. It's just very, her, though. Just Rumor. Just Rumor. <laughs> just kidding. Got a letter in the mouth. No, <laughs> there are any no kind dogs, of dogs allowed yeah. on the ladder trails. And it's for good reason. Don't try to break those rules because right. you'll end up. Doing carry, something horrible to your dog. Yeah, you're just going to carry your dog up the hill, and that's not fair to your dog or to you. So just leave the dog behind. It is Those trails are very treacherous, and I would not recommend bringing the dog. They're not allowed. So just follow the rules. doesn't matter. Yeah, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, one just follow the rules. I will also say this. Check the weather before you do these. Yeah, leave it at that for now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the final must-see, must-do thing is the ocean path. Now, the ocean path is literally almost a sidewalk that walks along the the oceans and the cliffs. Can you believe it? (laughs) That was very beautiful. We were there in kind of a crappy weather week. We had a lot of fog, a lot of rain. About half the time, it was like we were in a bowl of milk. Yes. So we Super, super foggy. See about, I don't know. 30 yards in front of us and then just nothing past that the first couple days we actually did do the ocean path when it was really foggy and it was still beautiful because you could still see the cliff faces on the oceans but the first day that the sun kind of broke through and the fog cleared out we were blown away like we could not see the coastline until the fog cleared and it was amazing i admittedly went in with pretty low expectations for acadia like i didn't see the full draw to it i'm like oh it's maine it's not that different from here in new jersey like what is it but the first day we went out there and that fog cleared i was like i get it now i totally i see the appeal holy hell like this place is pretty breathtaking look at that so something that i didn't realize about maine either is that it has water like the freaking bahamas who knew like turquoise blue green like really clear pretty water yeah i'm I'm shook i had no idea it's awesome yeah i had no idea either but it was really beautiful water very striking like cliff faces rocky coastline super pretty yeah super awesome and so the ocean path is a very popular part of the park it's kind of the part of the park you can get to all of the main pull-offs um all the main like hot spots to see, but um, it was worth it, right? Like it was worth kind of having. That was where we ran into the most crowds. Not that we had crowds because it was COVID yeah. in the end of September, beginning of October. So the crowds were pretty light as as it was, but that's where we ran into the most crowds. And I would say it was worth 
struggling through the crowds to see all the spots. Yeah, no, I got you some really cool points for sure. Like, you can't really see much more of those cliff faces unless you're in a boat looking in towards the island. So, check it out. Yeah, very cool. So then we're going to go and talk about some of the hidden gems that we also found. Um, so I... Hidden gems. Hidden gems. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mentioned this on the last podcast that I read these books by the company called Moon and they they have them for the different national parks. So I did purchase the one for Acadia National Park and I read it and it provided some really great information and some tips on where to go and how to avoid some crowds. And so this one, this spot came up as the secret beach. It's called Little Hunter's Beach. And if you blink, you miss it. Yeah, it's extremely easy to miss. And the other thing is the road that takes you along this coastline is a one-way road. So if you miss something, you're not coming back around for like another like half, half hour, an hour, 40 minutes. minutes yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to miss it. Drive slow. There's two lanes. It's okay. People will pass you. Just take your time. Whatever. So if you do happen to spot it. It's like enough parking for one car. And then there's yeah. a and if, staircase. And if you do miss it like we did, mm-hmm. just take the next little pull out and just kind of walk back the like hundred yards to get to where the staircase is that leads you down on this beach because it is a super cool spot yes and so when we first walked out on the beach it was kind of like oh wow this is nice but it was very rocky beach um i do think people swim in it in the summer again we were there in september early October. october we were not swimming so no thank you right but they uh you know the book that I was reading did say that people go and like go for a dip at that yeah. point. But what we recommend and what we did was we actually went up on top of the rocks on the right side. So if you're facing the ocean, the right side up there, just kind of wander around and you had your own little spot where I don't know what to call it. Just like all of a sudden these, the tide came in and kind of crashed against these rocks and just shot up this huge like geyser of water in front of you. It's so like every now and then if you got like a good wave that came in, this huge thing just blast in front of you. And it was just a super cool experience to see it. It was pretty neat. It felt like King Triton for yeah. a minute and stuff. You know? Yeah, no, it was really cool. And so we actually all went out there. We all climbed out, all got our perfect photos. Yeah. One photo happens to be, I would say, the best photo. Easily. Um, with a little bit of help, I'll say. So we <laughs> did this trip with a handful of our friends as well. And so our last friend that went, uh, she was kind of stepping up and we're sitting there waiting for a wave. And I was like, oh, Siobhan, like, take another step closer, you know, get right in there. Like, let's make sure this is like a good one. <laughs> she did that. And then I could see this huge wave starting to roll in towards the rocks. And it was a great picture, but she also got absolutely drenched. Drenched. So the entire wave fell on her head. But man, she got the good picture. We got a good laugh. So make your friends stand really close to the edge. Yes. <laughs> not so close that they fall in but you know <laughs> i'm getting a little little closer than you did yeah no that was a really cool spot i really enjoyed i'm glad we did that yeah. dog was able to get out there no problem either so don't worry about that yeah maybe keep him on a leash but don't Definitely worry about that it's, it's a pretty big cliff <laughs> i'd recommend it <laughs> so the next hidden gem that we actually kind of came across was called the shudik peninsula yes and this was a really cool little quiet spot that we ran into damn near nobody at. Right. And it's actually like 20 minutes from the main island of Acadia. I would say it was more like, it was like a 45 minute drive. Word? Yeah. Okay. But it was a beautiful drive, so it didn't Felt even short. feel. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> feel that long. So the Shudik Peninsula was written about in those moon books that I've been talking about. So 
you know, we had known that it was a quieter part of the island, but offered some really great views. There is a ferry that takes you there from Mount Desert Island. I think it leaves from the Bar Harbor area over to um, the Shudik Peninsula. But because of COVID and the off season and the dog. The times just didn't really line up. So we just said, just get in the car and go. Right. And we all kind of wanted to take the, the morning to drive and have it be kind of a a leisurely yeah, trip was, out there and it was, it was beautiful you had a lot of nice views yeah, and there was then... a lot of good back road driving to get there so it's just relaxing it's nice yeah and then so basically once you get onto the shooting peninsula and you're back onto the main island like the island section um what am i trying to say uh the national park section it is just one road that kind of loops you around with a ton of different pull-offs for you to get out and explore. So we did get out and we explored a few different spots, right? Like Yeah, someone's actually pretty flat, like right at like sea level. And then, you know, you keep driving around, then you're all of a sudden way up on these cliffs and things like that. So it's it's cool. It's just nice to get away from people sometimes. Yeah. Even if it's not totally different or wildly awesome, it's just nice to f off for everyone else <laughs> right and it's just nice to do things that n- the main crowd doesn't do right i love finding those spots that people are like oh my god where was that and i'm like it's the same place that you went to last month i just found a cooler spot yeah. to go you'll never know yeah <laughs> <laughs> except i'm telling the whole world in a podcast what because <laughs> the whole world does listen that's right me. by now we have forty-five thousand followers it, yeah it increased fifteen thousand followers Can while we that? were recording holy shit i'm so famous <laughs> Oh my god this happened so fast i'm not ready for this <laughs> so the first place that we stopped was just this like rock s- little section i don't even know what it was jetty yeah i don't know man it was, it was cool it was a lot of like rocks the size of your fist yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think i almost rolled my ankle like five times walking on it so keep your hiking boots on folks yeah but yeah it's a super quiet pretty little area that we just ran the dog out there and she kind of hopped around and stuff she went in the water she got to go swimming for a bit i think she chased like a handful of crabs yeah i don't know she was eating like mussels <laughs> yeah she's eating mussels and dead crabs <laughs> she loved the seafood there it was so fresh <laughs> Yeah, so the um, next spot that we went to is kind of the main attraction of the Shudik Shudik Peninsula, which is Shudik Point. This is basically just a big, vast rock. Peninsula, essentially. The tip of the peninsula were just nothing but ocean on three sides of you. Yeah, so you had like full 180 views of the ocean. You could see down to see Mount Desert. I'm pretty sure that was Mount Desert Island. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really, really pretty spot apparently the, when the wave when the tide comes in it comes in so fast and furious sometimes that people have actually been like swept away there yeah so uh, bring your swim fins folks Heads <laughs> we, up. i don't we were we weren't there for high tide i don't think i was not swept away and i've never been more disappointed <laughs> yeah well that was a bad spot for bill yeah sorry uh, cracked my screen yeah my bill phone. how dare you crack your screen Yes, Jessica was handling my phone, and then it was just kind of laying on her lap all willy-nilly, and I went to go grab these masks, or put them away, whatever it was, and it fell over face down on top of this, like, jaggedy rock that, you know, has been shaped by the sea, and I've never cracked a single phone screen in my life. Not an iPod screen, nothing. But I knew I picked it up, and when I turned it over, I was like, oh god, I could feel it, I know what's happening, and just spider webs everywhere, so... I'll get it fixed eventually. 
Phone works fine. It just kind of pokes my fingers now and then if I swipe <laughs> in the wrong direction. <laughs> well, good thing he's not on Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever the fuck people are using I can these only days. swipe left. I would match with no one. It's a real nightmare. <laughs> if I swipe right, I bleed for it. So. Well, you're lucky you found me. Yes, so lucky. <laughs> so the other thing that we did, which I really, really enjoyed, was this little tiny nature walk along the Sundew Trail. It was at like a campus or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what it was. Where the hell we were? We were on, it looked like a college campus. All I know is we parked next to the cafeteria. Yes. For what, I don't know. <laughs> we didn't see a single other soul in the place, no other vehicles. Yeah. I think I saw an owl. That's right. it. I don't know. I don't know where the hell I was. But then it just walked us out and it was really pretty little stroll. Super flat, super easy. Yeah, and then it would just take these points, shoot you out in the ocean. There'd be like a nice bench that was like carved out of like a couple pieces of, you know. Tree. Trunk, like tree trunks and stuff it was really lovely but it like but i don't know how to tell you to get there or anything like that because i don't know where i was go to the campus if that's what it is <laughs> and go left yep <laughs> you find a parking spot and just start wandering through the woods until you hit a path i don't know that's what we did yeah there was like a helicopter landing yeah there was a helicopter pad and then there was also a basketball court mm-hmm. i don't know man yeah well i don't know I don't know, but we really liked it. And then at one point we got out to overlook the ocean and we could see the lobster boats coming in. And so it was one lobster boat going and picking up his traps. I happened to have my binoculars. So I picked them up and you could see them hoisting the lobster you could see traps. see the, the disappointment on their faces when they pulled out the trap, and pulled out nothing. the one lobster, put them next to like the measuring stick. I don't know. And they're kind of be like... And then just tossing it back in the ocean. Yeah, but it was really cool because we could cool see, see in ve- like pretty detailed yeah, and them like, actually hey, going out on lobster. Look at that. That might be dinner later. Yeah. Wow. Go figure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over lobster, man. Yeah. <laughs> so those were our kind of two hidden gems that you should definitely add to your list. Especially if you like to get away from people, you will be the only person in both of these spots. Yeah, that's really the main thing to take away from this. Yeah. If you hate people as much as I do. And still get really pretty views. Yeah, get the same great views, some stellar pics with no one else in them but you. Yeah. That is key. Absolutely. So now we're moving on to overrated spots. So there were a few spots that we went to that we just felt were... Meh. Uh, yeah, like I would Underwhelming. Underwhelming is a good a good way to put it. So the first one is Thunder Hole. I will say Thunder Hole is probably our own fault. Yeah, probably. It is. It is our own well, fault. Well, I don't know what it's like. Maybe it still is overrated. It might be. I think our spot at Secret Beach was far better than Thunder Hole. But essentially when you go to Thunder Hole at the right time of the tide schedule, supposedly just this loud crashing thunderous waves coming in and stuff. If you get there at the wrong time, like we did, they call it gurgling gully or something like there that. There you go. And that's what we got to experience. So yes, we were there at the wrong time. It's our fault. We understand that. But I think if you go to the spot where we were at and you'll, you'll be able to find it. It'll be the only spot at that secret beach where like things are going nuts. <laughs> go there instead. Yeah. Also, Thunderhole is packed with people. Thunderhole is very well. Even when we were there at the wrong time. Yeah, at the wrong time, there's still a ton of people. So at the right time, I can't even imagine how annoying it'd be to like shuffle around and right get to a spot where you could hear things. Yeah, see things. I don't know because I was at the wrong time. So you're supposed to get there two hours before high tide. So for us on the days that we were there, high tide was at 
8 a.m. and 8 p.m., which made it difficult on I either didn't end. I doing either of those, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was a little challenging. Or wait, was it? No, yeah, it was 8. I don't know. I'm confusing myself now. I don't know. Can you see why we missed it? Can you see why we were there at the wrong freaking time? <laughs> the tides. Confusing, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Thunderhole. I would take it or leave it. Like Billy said, I would go to the secret beach, the little hunter beach, to our own private Thunderhole that we had. That's right. Um. So the next thing that I would rate as an overrated spot was Sand Beach. It's just a beach. Yeah. If you've ever been to a beach with sand on it, look no further. Sand Beach. You made it, baby. You're there. That's it. (laughs) Woo! Um, When we were there, they needed, you needed parking reservations in order to park at Sand Beach. I will say the parking lot for Sand Beach is pretty much how you get to like 80% of the hikes around it. Yes. Yeah. So you have to park at Sand Beach. And I mean, yeah, so obviously, there, yeah. you might as well hop down and look. Go down and check it out. It's just a very overrated spot. There was nothing to see that was super special about it. No, it was, it was just a beach. beach. Um, so when we were there, you did need parking reservations. Since then, it seems like they've vetoed that part of the reservation system. Now my Google alerts to tell me everything that there needs to know about Acadia even after I've went. Yeah, but right. could change again. I don't yeah. know. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. We really won't. No, okay. probably not. No, but this, maybe. <laughs> so Sand Beach, the only the only reason that I would go out of my way to see Sand Beach is to go to that hike. Yes, so if you starting at the parking lot end of Sand Beach, go to the other end. Um you'll see there's another little staircase and then there's another short hike there. Super easy. Pretty flat really. And it just kind of squirts you out along the... Peninsula. Yeah, along the edge of this coast. And it's cool because it's a very cliffy part of it. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's cool. If you're right there at Sand Beach and you're already on the beach, just keep walking a little bit and check it out while you're right there. Yeah. It's really short. So we were able to bring Rumor onto Sand Beach, but they dogs are not allowed on Sand Beach and the peak season, which so is like, like May, summer, May like May 15th to September 15th might be the time that you can't bring a dog. Yeah. We were outside From like of that. Memorial Day to Labor Day, yeah, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. The next overrated spot, and I would say this is my number one ranked overrated spot of the entire trip. <laughs> the Bass Harbor Head Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see these pictures and you're like, wow, this beautiful lighthouse on these jagged cliffs and yada, yada, yada. You get there. It's the most underwhelming thing you've ever seen. You know, it's a pretty small lighthouse. It is a very small lighthouse. And you have to really climb out on these rocks, on this cliff face, basically, in order to get a good view. You do have to do quite a bit of rock scrambling to actually get to the point where you could see the lighthouse and get to like where you see all these pretty pictures of it. Right. Which we weren't prepared for. I was wearing like my loafers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got out there and I was like, you're not missing much. And Don't we had, bother. <laughs> and we had rumors, so she couldn't yeah. climb out there. I think the only thing that made it even cooler for us, and that's saying something, so we were still like, man, was we got there right at the beginning of Spooktober. There was a heavy fog. The lighthouse emits a red light. So it was like, whoa, I have Sauron like crazy. Jess has never seen Lord of the Rings. But someone out there is getting this reference. <laughs> but that's all you're seeing. So it's like, oh, it's like spooky red lighthouse on the foggy morn. Like, oh, is that a ghost ship coming in? Whoa. But like it was 
I don't know. I don't think it was that great. Underrated. Underrated. I understand the necessity overrated. for houses. Overrated. <laughs> Under overrated. That's how much I don't give a shit about this lighthouse. Underwhelming. <laughs> overrated. That's probably where I was going. Yeah. My God, I've had <laughs> half a beer off my ass. Yeah. Skip it. Not worth it. You've seen better lighthouses. Guaranteed. Yep. Um, and the fourth overrated spot that I would list, if you were going to do the Beehive Trail, then you don't need to do the Gorham Mountain hike as well. They bring you to the same exact view. The Gorham Mountain Trail is more gradual. We we were able to bring rumor to this one. Yeah, so that's something to be said if you don't have the option to leave your pet with like a sitter for the day or something along those lines then yeah go to the gore mountain trail bring your dog see the same view place this is the one where we got up to the top and it was so foggy we couldn't see yeah, anything that's right it took us like five minutes to get to the top too. yeah super super short hike but we did get to the top couldn't see anything and you could see the beehive trail next to you so you know you're getting the same view so yeah, if you if you have to pick i'd pick the beehive over the gore mountain trail and I, the gore mountain trail was the trail Outside of the beehive and precipice was the one we saw the most people on, I'd say. Yeah. So yeah, those are your four overrated spots that if you are in a time crunch or you don't have enough time to explore, those are the ones I would skip. Skip it, baby. Skip it. So some other hikes that we did that do need to be mentioned. Well, I mean, I guess we'll start with the big one. Yeah. Precipice. So precipice, just like Beehive, is a ladder trail. So again, just a lot of pieces of metal sticking in these rocks. And um, it's actually probably more, I don't want to say advanced, but just... This li- is more advanced, A little sure. more reckless of a trail if you're going to be... Harder, for sure. Yeah, it's harder. And if you're more scared of heights, like if you did Beehive and that one really freaked you out, don't even bother with this one. Because you're really skirting yourself along these boulders that aren't flat, that really you have no business to be walking on. But because they put in a couple of like inch high metal bars to kind of catch the heel of your feet from slipping off that you could do with them. Um, and we actually... Mess this one up pretty good. So earlier I mentioned check the weather before you do these things. And there's a damn good reason for it. So when we did this hike, there was forecasted rain for late in the afternoon. And that rain showed about two hours earlier and than we were hoping. And the whole day was super foggy. So yes. so we did this hike and admittedly we went the wrong way. But there's no marking to tell you that you're going the wrong way. It's, we were following the All Trails app. Yes. Right? So the All Trails app said the actual name of the trail, I wrote it down so I don't look like an idiot, was Precipice, Orange and Black, and Champlain North Ridge. Yep. So we were climbing the Precipice Trail, and then we got to a split. Fork. Yeah, you get to a fork. And, and then it said head. Champlain Ridge, Champlain Ooh. Mountain to the left, and Orange and Black to the right. And so I read precipice orange and black and champlain northridge and said okay we have to go orange and black and so we went to the right which was very very wrong yep do not do that essentially (laughs) what you're doing is you're taking the long way around doing some not really switchbacks but just like up and down like stairs like rock stairs yeah if you're 
looking at this mountain like a ramp. You're starting to low into the ramp and slowly climbing your way all the way to the top to the steep end of a ramp. Meanwhile, if we had gone to the left, that's where all the real latter parts of this were, where you're just climbing straight up, getting it all done. And that's why you should do it. It's a lot easier going up than it is down. Unfortunately, that's not what we did. So the real pain in the neck is, again, this is one of those super foggy days. So we got to the top. Great. Can't see anything. Can't see a damn thing. All right, let's relax for a minute go down. I think we went maybe, I don't know, we like descended like five feet down. And then we felt a raindrop. And everyone felt that drop. And no one really said anything. But everyone kind of went, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, skies just opened up on us. So you're on slick, mossy rock, holding on to just metal bars. slick metal bars that don't have any real grip to it. Um, Going backwards. Yeah, just kind of slowly trying to inch your way down. A ladder. Yeah. You're literally climbing down a wet metal rung ladder onto wet rock. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I mean, it's minimal surface area for your foot to grab on to something to grip your way down. And, I mean, we were just going at an absolute snail's pace because, like I said, this is one of those things that if someone had slipped, that could have been it. They easily could have been killed. I mean, minimum, you're not walking away from that odds are, unless you're ultra lucky. And I don't see how you could be because it's nothing but hard rock and a handful of trees below you to catch you. And it was a minimum. I think the shortest fall was still like 15 feet. So you're going to be hurting yourself and you still aren't at the bottom. Yeah, not even close. So you fall and then you have to hope that someone can get in to get you. Yeah. And I have never been more terrified, honestly, in my life. I'm not afraid of heights. I am afraid of like free falling, right? Of like not being able to hold myself up. And so I knew that if I had slipped off this rung, I could not hold myself. There's no way. I can't do a pull-up to save my life. (laughs) And so Billy, without him, I don't think I would have gotten down. He... I had some confidence. I knew we were still in a bad situation, but, like, I do some, like, obstacle course races, and I've done them in, you know, the cold and the rain and stuff. So, like, I'm aware, like, hey, I've got some good grip strength going on. But, like, I don't know about the rest of the pack, so, like, I was freaking the F out. Obviously, my lady Jessica here takes priority over anyone else, so I was making sure I was right by her side, and, like, now and then there's gaps. So, the railings, let's say, only go four feet at a time, then there's a foot and a half gap until you hit the next railing. So, like, I'd get on the railing in front of her, and then I'd pretty much either death grip her wrist or her backpack or something firm that I could, like, hang the F onto that if she slips maybe just maybe i'll have enough strength to, like hang off my one arm and then rip her back on so that she could grab on with something else and we kind of put two and two together because a couple of days after we did this hike she kind of looked at her arm and she had these like weird bruises and i was like oh shit like i think that's just like from where i like grabbed your arm to be like hey here's the next railing reach here grab there you got that go okay now start inching closer to me like <laughs> and it was when he put his fingers there it like totally lined it up. Matched up absolutely and i was like oh this isn't gonna hold up in court oh no oh no um but no it was a very freaky thing um even like when we were climbing down so obviously you know these rocks aren't straight down some kind of bend inwards a little bit kind of inverted so like you can't even see where you're putting your foot i'm a taller person with some long appendages so I could kind of reach way down, wiggle my foot around, like, okay, there's the bar, I'll start crawling. 
So then once I got down there, I was taking, you know, like Jess or Lauren, Siobhan, whoever, anyone's foot that was, in, you know, behind me to say, hey, like I grabbed him by the ankle. Here you go. Your foot's on this railing now. Okay, give me the other one. Here you go. That one's on this railing. Like use that. Um, everyone was just super tense the entire time though. So tense. And then after you get off the rungs, there's this whole rock scramble section and it's still pouring rain yeah. out. So you're it's almost like, wor- yes, yeah, like areas where, yeah, you may not necessarily need the rungs, but like you have nothing to grip onto now. Everything is drenched. It's all just slick rock. So like, I just slid down on my ass. Like, the oh, whole you know, every, <laughs> everyone's butts were fucking soaked because it's like, well, I don't know. We're just going to slide down this and hopefully when I jump down the bottom like my feet won't slip and i won't crack my head open because i can't stop myself here we go so this is the day we we decided to do the beehive and precipice in the same day so that we could put rumor into um puppy oh (laughs) he's cracking open another beer um puppy daycare just that you know we ended up doing it two days but we wanted to only have do those hikes one day so that she could be in puppy daycare. So as we're hiking down the mountain at a snail's pace, we realize we are not getting back in time to pick her up. Like we had to be there by what five, I think it was. Yeah, we called at five ten. <laughs> like, hey, not gonna make it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really. I wish I kept track of timing because I really don't know what it was. But let's say it took us maybe two hours to get to the top from where we parked it took us easily like four, four and a half to get, to get back down i mean we were fuck i don't want to say not moving but i mean about as slow as you could move without yeah. driving yourself nuts <laughs> yeah it was so scary we got down and we like breathed the, the heaviest sigh of relief it was like yeah i just... mean it's <laughs> whole damn thing it's a really it would be a really damn fun hike on a dry day absolutely <laughs> because it was for the first half we were having a great time before you even get to the ladder section it's just this long rock scramble yeah i don't know if it was man-made or if it's just like like a landslide yeah, happened it's or something. like a washout or what but it's all these huge boulders that you're just like hopping to like to climb up yeah. to get to this one point and then you're like you're ducking under these boulders that are the size <laughs> of like small houses and I'm pretty sure that our friend Siobhan still has a lump on her head from where she <laughs> didn't quite duck enough and clunked her fucking head against this thing. The poor girl. <sighs> what a hike. Yeah. So coming down that again, slick rock, it sucked. And because your muscles are so like tense the entire time, it's like everyone like was cramping up. And like when we got home, cause like everyone's just exhausted. Like, oh my God, I feel like so like tight and weird. And we like, made some yeah. stiff drinks that night oh yeah we loosened, <laughs> loosened up the bones yeah so again precipice if you like beehive and you thought beehive was totally manageable precipice is something that you should do it was a ton of just fun. do it the correct way and do it when there's no rain in the forecast when you get to the fork go to the left the left the left the left the left the left <laughs> or go to the right i don't care yeah, don't listen to me have fun whatever fuck all right anyway moving on that was kind of probably the the biggest story we got out of yeah the that really that overshadowed the entire trip honestly because after that day we we're like oh fuck yeah <laughs> and what's funny is actually the next day we went back and we did beehive, beehive. So during, during the it. nice weather yeah so we could actually see the view that it has and everyone's like way more shooken up because we we're like oh my god like 
do I have footing again? Yeah. Oh, I'm still like death gripping rails. And like beforehand, we I was were like, like, I was flying about it. Yeah. I was feeling fine. Even All willy nilly. Even though nothing happened to me, I was fine. I was like, holy shit. It was, it was, this is different. I didn't do this yesterday. This is higher. This mountain grew. I, I know. Really I kept like, being like, oh my God, was I this close to the edge the entire time? Yeah, I was like, what the but fuck? I was only scared after doing precipice. Yeah. After like <laughs> actual death almost became a like, yeah. reaper was knocking on the door for us. It was exactly. fucking weird. Oh. Anyways, that was that was that. <laughs> so anyway, another hike that we did, um, Penobscot. Who knows if we're saying that? So we did Penobscot Mountain to Deerbrook Trail to Jordan Pond. So we made it into a big loop. That's what I was thinking of before. Yes, okay. and this is a trail that we were able to bring Rumor on. There was one or two moments where Billy and Rumor really had to bond. It was great. Yeah, and Rumor really had to rely on Billy to kind of. Hoist her up. Yeah, like, she was actually doing pretty good being my little mountain goat. And then, just one of these points, she got kind of, like, stuck. Like, oh, I don't know, Dad, if I can make it up there. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I just kind of picked her up and tossed her up there. So, I don't know if she liked it or not, but... They bonded. I felt like we bonded a little bit. Yeah. You bonded that whole trip. It was nice. It ended as soon as we got home. So that's a shame. Yeah. It was a really nice week. I'm her favorite, if we're going to be totally honest. But that week... Billy and Rumor really clung together. They bonded. It was a, a nice week for Bill. And yeah, Rumor. we actually, we saw, I don't know if it was a man or some kind of a moose or something huge when I was walking around. Oh, yeah, night. and spooked over. Spooked over. <laughs> pitch black, all foggy, and I just have like my headlamp on. And there were a set of eyes that were at least as tall as me. I think probably a little bit taller. And I don't know what the fuck I saw. But the next morning we went back like looking for footprints and stuff. Couldn't find anything. But there was there was something, yeah, there was something out there. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so Penobscot was one of those mountains that Billy was saying that you just keep climbing and you had so many false peaks. Oh, yeah. But you were above the trees. So you had your view the whole time, but you just never reached the your top. Your view didn't change your foreground did. Yeah. Where like, oh, there's this huge boulder here. That's cool. Let's take a picture by that. Then you keep climbing. Oh, there's the top. Nope. False summit. Oh, okay. Guess we'll take another picture here. Oh, there's the top. Oh, nope. False summit. Okay. Well, this is a different boulder. Let's take another <laughs> picture here. And it was beautiful. It really was a pretty hike. Oh, no, it was very pretty. It just um, was pretty within the first, you know, mile. Really, really windy for us that day. Up <laughs> it there. was really windy. It was a lot colder than it needed to be. Um... It was a fun hike. It was easy enough. Yeah, just a gradual climb up to the yeah. top. The first chunk of it is pretty steep, pretty rock scrambly. Yeah, it's really fun there. And then after that, you're just kind of on like a steady incline up like a rock slab for the most part. Yeah, you're just walking up this like 30 degree incline yeah. nonstop for like another half a mile, it feels like. What was cool about it, though, is that you did almost get 360 views of you like the f- ponds you yeah, could yeah. see like jordan pond you could see eagle lake you could see the ocean in the distance you got like a full 180 of like the entire coastline at least and then yes you could see like oh there's jordan pond over there no i think we did that hike to that small mountain over there and stuff like that so that was pretty cool yeah i'll say that and so there was another peak that we could have gone to off of Penobscot, we could have kept going up to Sargent Mountain. Mm-hmm. We chose not to because this was at the end of our trip. Our feet were shot. We were shot. Also, there was some rain in the forecast. So rain I was in like, the forecast. Fuck that. Yeah. I made, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So, like, I'm not 
gonna do more rock scrambling after like my butt cheeks are still healing from all the sliding and crap yes, I had to do exactly. a day ago. And like, it did rain on us. We had shitty weather almost the entire week. I think we had two n- full days of nice weather out of the entire week that we were there. Yeah, that's about right. Everything else, either the rain came in in the morning, the rain came in at night, the fog rolled in. We just had really shitty weather, so we yeah. weren't. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see any kind of like stars or anything like that, which. It's something that's known for because you're out on the coastline, so like you're jumping ahead. I'm crazy off the rails. <laughs> Who knows what Billy's gonna say? Yeah. Um. So we could have done Sergeant Mountain, but we chose not to do that. So we, but I think if we had gone to Sergeant Mountain, we would have that would have been a higher peak, which would have given us the 360 views. I don't think it's much higher. I mean, yeah, we're giving you 360, but like I don't know, but. Yeah, difference going to be. again, we, we've been talking about how you have the view the entire time, so yeah. um, um, I'm glad we, have, we didn't do it. But made our way down to Jordan Pond, which is a nice little area. Yeah, and we walked around Jordan Pond, um, half of it. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> Pond is like, you could damn near take a wheelchair around that thing. Oh yeah, that's like a very, almost a paved Don't actually path. do it, because there are gaps in it where like, <laughs> the path is cut away, so just, I, I'm not saying to do that, but it's... Yeah, a paved path. Yeah, like just about paved. Per, 95% like, of it, yeah. Very dirt-packed path. Very, very easy. Yeah. Very, very flat. Yeah. Um, a lot of basic bitches in their Uggs walking around. Yes, very crowded. Super crowded, yes. And it was raining, so we neck. certainly didn't hang out very long at yeah. Jordan Pond because it was raining. A couple beaver huts there. So you might see some beavers. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was kind of neat. So we already talked about the Great Head Loop earlier in the podcast, um, that was the one off of Sand Beach where we can walk around. That one we were able to bring rumor to again. That was really quick, short, simple. I would recommend that. You also got to see more quiet sides of the coastline, and we were able to kind of dive in and check out some, you know, like tide pools and stuff. We saw a starfish. So that was a cool spot. Yeah, keep in mind, all these hikes are super short, so you all can knock out like three in a day easy. Yeah, and a lot of them connect. So you could connect a few hikes yeah. to make it into a big, long hike. Yeah. Like, I think they're all, like, three miles tops. So if you connect them all, then you have, like, you know, some kind of distance. But, I mean, you could do one in the morning, go get lunch, do another in the afternoon, like, not break a sweat. Like, it's all super short. Yeah. You're basically just going straight uphill, straight back down. Yeah. So the last hike that I have that was another hike that I would suggest is the Beach Cliffs. So we only did half this hike. Full disclosure, because you hike up and you get this beautiful vista views of the lakes and the ponds. That's where the, you took the first picture of the Astro Traveler, where Lauren has the picture of you laying Oh, out. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like... <laughs> totally lost. Sorry. Okay. I can, I'm looking at his confused face. So yeah. that was honestly, what, a 20-yard hike into the woods before you got your first view? I felt like an idiot having a backpack and water with me. Yeah. I feel like an absolute idiot. But we only did half of it because remember when we walked around and you then could go straight, straight down, yes. down the cliffs to get to Eagle Lake. Yeah, that's true. We chose not to do that because then we would have had to climb back up. Yeah, we were kind of being lazy asses that day. Yeah. But you know what? I'm on vacation, God damn it. <laughs> Leave me that alone. Yeah, I do what I want. Yeah, and mostly what I don't want. <laughs> So again, some really great hikes, but as Billy said, they're all pretty short, so you can connect a whole bunch of them. Um, those were the some of the ones that stood out to us. But yeah, there's a ton more to explore Do there. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. 
I'm not your dad. No. Go ahead. Do what you want. Do it. Who the hell am I? He's going to sit in his basement recording a podcast. Yeah. What do I know? Anyway, moving on to something that is, you know, much more exciting, I think. Food. <laughs> Especially if you like seafood. Seafood. If you have a... Uh, and blueberry pie. Blueberry pie. I did not realize Maine was known for blueberries. Me neither. Blueberries and lobster. That is the thing that was just perpetually keeping Maine in business. Who knew? Honestly, not me. But, like I said, if you have, if you happen to have any kind of a shellfish allergy, not that you can't go, but you're making things a little more difficult on yourself for sure. Most of the restaurants are located in Bar Harbor, which is a small little touristy town that survives solely on the lobsters and the crabs. And the tourists. The tourists that come to eat (laughs) the lobster and the crab. Um, we went with a friend of ours who is uh, allergic to shellfish, so she had some issues because even she was like, oh, I'll just have this fish. The waiter would be like, well, that's deep fried in the same fryer that the lobsters or the crab is or whatever it is, so you can't have that, actually. So, I mean, I don't know. Get ready to, like, pack a lunch and have some slight difficulties or not even difficulties, just kind of trim down where you might be able to eat if you have any kind of an allergy or if you're not crazy about seafood. There's your only warning. Yeah. That being said, if you like seafood, you're in for a pretty good treat because, I mean... If you like lobster, you're if in you for like a pretty good treat. lobster, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one place that we went to, we literally saw them take the lobster off the boat, up the dock, and, like, right back into the kitchen. So, short of eating it on the boat, you can't really get anything any fresher. So, that's the good news. Yeah. I can confidently say I will not touch a lobster until at least next summer. I'm so lobstered out. Still, what are we month two month months past this trip not that we eat lobster a lot By never means, like <laughs> but i but that's still i'm so that's, lobstered out you do feel like you gotta get some kind of something while you're there absolutely you're in maine you gotta eat the lobster yeah some kind of seafood i don't know okay so let's dive into some of the restaurants we went to Early so is. we're gonna start with the side street cafe so i left our friend siobhan Ooh. in charge of finding restaurants to which she found the side street cafe immediately and said i need to go here this is where i need to go yep and after about three tries maybe we finally got in yeah and we should say something about it it was always pretty packed always pretty packed and it didn't look like anything special so i think a lot of the issue that we had going there was the weather and so they are very dog friendly but only on their patio so every time it was raining we couldn't eat there because we had rumor so, you know, I think that just made it a bit difficult, but they are known for their mac and cheese. And so they had a great lobster mac, but they had a ton oh. of mac and cheese options mm. that you could put anything oh, yeah. Little known in. fact, I'm known for loving mac and cheese. So <laughs> I didn't realize this when she picked this place. And I sat down and I was like, hold the phone. Is this an entire page dedicated to mac and cheese? It was. My goodness. Yeah. I'm in heaven. So everyone was raving about the mac and cheese there. Again, very dog friendly. So rumor was welcome with open arms. And I believe this is the place that Lauren said had her favorite blueberry pie. Yes. I think so. So take that for what it's worth. (laughs) Yeah. Another little fun fact. If you get uh, any kind of lobster dinner, you're also getting a free slice of I don't want to say free, but it's always included as a slice of blueberry pie. Yeah. So lobster and blueberry pie, that's where you're going to be eating a lot of. Brace yourself. You know what's not included with that? The ice cream. The ice cream. 
you get upcharged. That's the how they get you. Mode That's how they time. get you. And of course you're gonna do it. Why wouldn't I get the ice cream with my warm blueberry pie? Right. Jeez. God. Two dollars. Yeah. Suck it, Maine. Honestly, Maine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Charge me for ice cream. Charge me for ice cream. God damn it. Fucking assholes. <laughs> free everywhere else i'm convinced it has to be so the next restaurant that we really enjoyed which is the one billy was talking about earlier where we watched them take the lobster off the boat bring it right to the kitchen can't guess it's right on the water right on the water it's stewman's lobster pound and so they had it was a bit it was a more casual place they had picnic it's tables actually right next to the one hotel with the hot tubs on the patio it is i can't yeah. remember which one that one was harborside hotel yeah it makes sense so <laughs> it was right next to there. So if you're at the Harborside Hotel, hip scot, hip jump, hip scot, skip, <laughs> hop, and a jump away. <laughs> Woo! He's All drunk. Right. Obviously. Two beers, not had, even. Had a whole Bud Light and a half. <laughs> Heads up. Um, but no, it's right there. It's part of that little strip. Essentially, you can't miss it. Um, pretty cool little wall of like. Lobster. Lobster buoys. buoys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, colorful, like colors. pretty, very, I think you've probably seen a if bunch of your friends people, are basic, they're going to take a picture right picture. next to it. So did our, our friends definitely did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they had um, a really, really great atmosphere. Loved the atmosphere there. It was dog friendly, but we didn't bring rumor. That was rumor was with her lovely pet sitter, Kelly's Pet Care. Can't recommend her enough. Kelly is amazing. Kelly's a bee's news. Rumor loved her. They had a great day. She, like, took her to the beach. They had a lot of fun. I'd like to hang out with her. She seems like a good time. She does seem like a good time. should invite her out. Like, hey, bring my dog back and you want to, like, You want to get a drink? You want to have a drink and some blueberry pie? (laughs) No ice cream, though. I'm not paying for that. (laughs) I'm not made of money. Jesus. But, yeah, that, so we got a pet sitter for Rumor and she was wonderful and highly recommend her if you need the pet sitter to do some of your fun hikes. But anyway, um, so we didn't have rumor, but it was super dog friendly. Mm-hmm. Remember we actually saw our campsite neighbors yeah. there? Yeah, we I met their met, dog. Yeah, we met our campsite neighbor's dog before we actually knew who they were. And then when we got back to our campsite, we're like, Hey, weren't you there at the yeah, whatever? The woman uh, was calling her dog. And I was like, Hey, I met a dog with that name yesterday. <laughs> and she I was like, Were you at Stewman's Lobster Pound? Yeah. <laughs> And then we became friends. Yep. And then they left the next day. So strange. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what could have triggered that. Um, so I ended up that night getting the traditional main lobster experience, which is like your boiled lobster, your clams, your bib, your bib with your potatoes and your corn all in a big and giant your pot. blueberry pie. And my blueberry pie. Which I, of course, upgraded yep. a la and, mode. And uh, me and our friend Alec that went with us, we got essentially just kind of a smorgasbord of a few different things. So it was a basket set. Oh, it was... Deep fried haddock. Yeah, deep fried haddock, which is like Alaskan cod, kind of very basic fish. And then it was like deep fried haddock, uh, scallops, um, shrimp, shrimp, french clams. fries, clams, whatever. So we are like, yeah, cool baller, let's get that. Uh, so <laughs> this thing shows up. And it's like if you put all that food in the basket... And then just dunked that basket in the deep fryer for a good 10 minutes. And then just took it back out and said, hey, here you go. Fuck your heart. <laughs> we didn't realize that everything was going to be 
deep fried. Deep fried. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, oh, just the headache was. And the rest of it's going to be like, I don't know. Right. Seared. I don't know. Whatever You thought fuck. you were getting, like, honestly, I thought you were getting, like, shrimp cocktail, some clams, maybe clams casino, right? I don't know. And then f- fish sticks is what I thought you were getting, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, so like- basically the way... <laughs> We all misunderstood the wording where it was like deep fried and then it listed like deep fried this, 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 this. But it was like deep fried haddock with scallops and this and that and this. <laughs> so we show up and we're like, are you shitting me? Like, I don't even know what's what in this. Like, I think this is the haddock it's the biggest chunk of deep fried. Like, yeah. I don't know. Billy lost five years of his life in one meal. I could feel like the chambers of my heart shutting down. <laughs> This is my body screaming at me. What are you doing? <laughs> As I'm biting into this thing. I'm oh not going to say God. it tasted bad, but it all tasted exactly the same. It was just fried. It was all just fried. Dipped then, in you cocktail know, sauce. And of course, this all landed on top of a basket of French fries. So that helped break it up. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was good, but holy shit. They got to change the wording on that menu. Man, we were both fooled. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Christ. But again, really, really good food if you want your authentic Maine lobster dinners and um, super fresh, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Great location as well. Yeah, really cool spot. So the next place that we went um, was the Terrace Grill, which is outside the Bar Harbor Inn. It is the restaurant that's attached to the hotel right on the water. And that's right near the sailboats that go out and they charter the sailboats yeah really pretty big sailboats that sit there um what's funny is i mean I, we probably could have guessed by looking at the place but it's a little more upscale yeah it has that feel to it it's not like we got turned away or anything like that but I mean, we were there in like our hiking clothes with the dog with the dog and it didn't help that on the upper terrace of this place there was a wedding being held so everyone's running around tuxes and dresses and like I have my durable khakis on, and, uh, <laughs> got this sweatshirt that I think has a paw print on the back where my dog jumped on me earlier. And uh, it was a really, really nice spot. Again, no one said anything, but it definitely felt underdressed. But if you have a nicer set of clothes with you when you go there, maybe throw that on if you're going to this place. Yes, that's my only recommendation. It was a very you. classy location. You could tell by just like the boats around it. Like, at the Stewman's place, you're around lobster boats. At this place, you're around, like, five-star like, sailboats. Yeah, you're around, like, 75-foot yachts. Yeah. So. Yeah, these Keep were all, like, <laughs> giant sailboats yeah. that full teak, you know? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> just really pretty stuff. Yep. And the hotel itself is just gorgeous. And yeah, you're around, like, a nice. park. And, yeah, yeah, definitely underdressed. Yes. But really good food. Really good food. So, Siobhan got the lobster stew. And I think she'll be thinking about that meal on her deathbed yeah she said it was one of her top three meals of all time yeah. all time all that's time. like that's saying something. yeah she brought home the bread bowl like literally she had eaten a half eaten <laughs> bread bowl and she was like i need to i need this i don't even think she ate it i think she, she threw it out but she didn't and i asked the next day i was like do you need that she's like no it's so sad i threw it away i'm like what am i doing i have to get rid of this I'm like yeah it was kind of weird but really great food again dog friendly Bar Harbor itself is just a very, very dog-friendly place. Yeah. So... Leave your fucking cats at home. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bring your know. dogs. Bring your dogs. Yeah. We really were able to take Rumor a lot of places. And then when we weren't, we were able to send her off with our dear friend, Kelly. Yes. And Kelly took wonderful care of her. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. Actually, I like that place a lot, that restaurant. Me too. That was nice. Really good atmosphere. Yeah, it was. Got cold. Freezing. Got fucking freezing very cold. at night. Holy shit. Yeah. We were not prepared. No. 
<laughs> and I was like, can I get some hot water just to <laughs> dunk my fingers? In? <laughs> <laughs> so cold. Another place that we went was the Thirsty Whale. The Thirsty Whale. <laughs> we didn't really eat there. We just went for like a beer or two. A beer. And we got well, a few we appetizers, got appetizers yeah. like fried pickles or whatever. Yeah. But whoop de do. Yeah. Mostly just to drink. That was more for yeah. cocktails. Honestly, I think it was more just because as soon as I saw it, I wouldn't show it. I just kept saying, you want to go to the Thirsty Whale, boys? <laughs> he turned into Mr. Krabs. I don't know. I did. It makes no <laughs> sense. I don't know why I talked like yeah, that. Yeah. But that was a nice place. Kind of like a little bit of divey bar feel to it like an irish pub kind of yeah but it was nice you know good beers and we were able to get that beer that's um that had the brewery right next door yeah there was a local brewery that's right on i think i I think it's called atlantic brew co is what's coming to mind right now yes and i think it was like 100 feet from where we went but at the time we went there covid yeah because covid they were at maximum occupancy so there was at least gonna be like a 45 minute wait they're kind of guessing and i'm far too much of an alcoholic to wait that long (laughs) so i was like to the thirsty whale follow me um but we were able to get a lot of places had their atlantic bruco beers on tap around there so we still got to experience that and it was good beer i liked it yeah good beer um, so another place that we went, we went for lunch, but mostly for drinks, um, was the Bar Harbor Beer Works. Rumor was able to attend with us. That was kind of the first place that we ate with Rumor, so I was very pleased by how well she behaved. <laughs> At least we thought so. Oh, yeah, right. she was very good. She's a puppy. Yeah, like Granted, every place we went, I was like, okay, I need a plate of French fries. Just to give the just dog. Just to keep her quiet. <laughs> and also because I'm starving. Yeah, but that was the one where we had the New York irish waiter yes it was yes so he had a heavy accent so at one point i'd ask him like all right where are you from he said ireland but he said he moved to new york after some point then he ended up up there somehow so he said he was a irish man from new york so it was a a dangerous combination yes something like that something like that yeah he was fun he was a good guy um yeah, again, it was... We got flights, I think. Yeah, uh, we didn't. We should have got flights. Oh, we he saw t- that other people got flights. He told us he could be our, our flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yes, yeah. and we should have got some. Yeah, essentially it was, again, just kind of like a bar, so it's not like, oh, it's crazy, delicious food, but it was, it was good food yeah, still. Yeah, it was good food. I got like a lobster roll, you know, the classic food. We got lobster rolls and mac and cheese, lobster mac, yeah. what Siobhan No, it was a relaxed but... place. I liked it. It was very fun. Yeah. And that was the day that the sun first came out. We were sitting in that restaurant when the sun first broke through. And we yes. were like, oh. Yeah, the one day I didn't have my camera with me. I went and drove around all these beautiful pictures that are on my goddamn phone. Yeah. Well, because we were shopping earlier in the day because it was pouring rain and foggy and disgusting. I'm just annoyed. I know. I know. Lauren got good pictures. Yeah. It's okay. So the last thing I have on food-wise was a delicacy in Maine. Whoopie pies. Whoopie pies. <laughs> uh, fun fact about whoopie pies: they're named that because Whoopi Goldberg actually invented them, and then went. I don't know. He's no. bullshitting you. I am. <laughs> um, I have no idea why they're called that. They're essentially kind of like a devil dog in a way. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's like two pieces of cake with some frosting in the middle. Whoopie pie. Whoopie pie. That's it. Uh, they had a lot of cool options, though. At least this one bakery that we went to, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they had like red velvet, they had chocolate, they had chocolate chip, um, blueberry lemon yes, blueberry, or something like yeah. that. So like they had like 10 different options of them. They yeah. were good. They were, they were good. It's hard to complain about cake and icing. Right. 
so whoopie pie form. We had gotten the whoopie pie after we had went to the Bar Harbor Beer Works. We got back in the car to drive around Ocean Drive with the sun finally out where we were finally able to see some things. And at the end of that day on our way out of the park, we watched a beautiful sunset. Yep, a nice little pullout, nice little sunset with some whoopie, whoopie pies. pies. We ate our whoopie pies and we watched our sunset. Shit, what a day. What a day. My God. <laughs> So that kind of wraps up our trip. We will talk about the drive home at the very end of the podcast, but we wanted to touch on some things that if we went back, what would we do, right? So some things that we would like to do if we go back to Acadia National Park. Billy mentioned it earlier in the podcast, stargazing. Yep. So it's supposed to have some of the world's best stargazing at the spot that they keep saying is that seawall is supposed to have amazing, amazing stargazing because you have the ocean on the one side. You so have darkness. Darkness. And then you have basically a really, really quiet part of the island on your mm-hmm. other side. Darkness. Yep. <laughs> so just pitch black so you could see these beautiful stars. Yeah, there's no trees around it really. So it's just this full panoramic view of the universe. And we missed out on it because there was a lot of cloud coverage. So It was also a full moon. So that kind of... Also, yeah, the one day where there wasn't clouds, it's a full moon that was washing everything out. So... Yeah. So I do oh, well. think that that's something that I would love to go back and check out. Again, I think I am a bit spoiled just having my cabin in the Adirondacks that I do get to see beautiful stars a lot. So that wouldn't be the only reason to go back. But if I go back, I would like to see some stars. Yep. I would also like to do more ocean activities. Yes. So like the water was so clear that when we go back, if it is warmer at some point, you know, that I could actually get in the water dare to swim i'd love to do some kind of like snorkeling or offshore diving or something like that i'm sure there's gotta be something cool to see and just i'm not used to being in water that clear so i think that'd be really cool yeah and also like whale watching yeah right yeah not only getting in the water actually just yeah getting out on the ocean yes like whale watching right we were there at not a good whale watching time or even taking just like a guided tour boat around the island i'm sure that's something that's offered just give me more fun facts about the place we we were originally planning on doing a guided nature cruise around the island it just didn't work out timing wise with our kayak trip we wouldn't we like missed we missed the boat we missed the boat yeah (laughs) all right I would also love to do, um, like, the kayaking company that we used did a sunset tour in the summer. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. But they, obviously, you have less sunlight the later the later you get in the year. So they, it just wasn't an option. Right. They didn't offer it when we went. But I would love to do either, like, a sunset sailing cruise or a sunset kayak tour. Something where you could watch the sunset while you're out on a boat because... That's what life is about to me, you know? Like yep. I just want sailing off in the sunset. Yeah, I just want to be on the water, beautiful scenery. Yeah. Right? I'm I'm pretty easy, easy to please, I think. Yeah, totally. <laughs> just give me an 80-foot yacht. <laughs> so yeah, some definitely next time if we go back, we would love to do more water activities. I also would love to go back and see Thunder Hole at the right time. See what yeah. all the fuss is about. <laughs> I know we said it was part of our overrated category, but I mean if it's so well known in the park i feel like we are missing something so yep. i'd like to go back and try that yeah um they do have other islands that we didn't get to explore either because there was no like ferry service going out there or because there wasn't enough time to get out there but some of the other islands like deer isle i'd love to go out and just explore even if it is just by boat exploring like the outs, like, you know, going on a tour around them or something. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, 
there's just so much the national park has to offer outside of mount desert island which is the main section that we didn't get oh, yeah. to I mean, like any place you're gonna go to you're never gonna be able to see everything in one shot right you know it's, there's always a ton of little things that you just want to get to maybe it's great maybe it's not great but you never know until you see it yeah and there were a few places around the national park where when low tide came, you, you could walk out to these separate islands like Bar Island. There was another one at the Shudik Peninsula that we could have gone to. I would like to time that out better and get to see some of that stuff, too, because that to me is just a really cool concept that you're walking out at low tide. Yeah. Just the, just the novelty of it, really. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Anything else that I that you want to do when we go back? Honestly, no. No? I covered <laughs> no. it? I'm yeah, really good at note taking, I know. Yeah, that's pretty much it, actually, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, to wrap it up, our drive home, again, it was an eight-hour drive. We took the scenic route home where we did drive along the coastline. It added some time to it, but I find highway driving to be very monotonous and pretty boring and kind of hypnotizing this highway hypnosis. But, like, even if it adds some time, I always prefer to take kind of windy back roads. Keeps me awake a little bit more. I find it more interesting. Yeah, and we actually saw some really cool stuff. You see some stuff down there. Yeah. Well, like we passed some fort, we went all across, whatever fort that was. Fort Knox? Was it Fort Knox? I have no fucking idea. I think it might have been. We're like, oh, is that where that is? Get out of here. I I still don't know. I'm I'm like 80% sure that's what it was because we're like, what? Yeah. Is that the fort? (laughs) Yeah, like I'm. And we went across some really cool bridges. We got to see some really cool, you know, ocean views on our drive down. So basically, you just take Route 1 straight down to portland maine and so that's what we did we followed the coastline we ended up stopping in camden maine Mm -hmm. which from being from jersey stopping at a place called camden is very sketchy (laughs) but this one camden maine is beautiful it was a really cute coastal town yeah the whole town was like a square mile maybe yeah um, but yeah, it was cool. It was right on the water and you could see they were starting to take all the boats and like winterize them and had some pretty nice sailboats and stuff. It's a really cool little place. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Some Very really cool pretty. houses leading up to it too. Yeah, like that big the castle. black castle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was old houses. It's a fucking castle. It was know. very like Victorian style. It was really cool. Yeah. I really liked that little town. So I would suggest if you're driving up to skip Portland and drive to Camden, and then hit it on the same, you know, on the way back down. You're not missing anything. Right. All you're gaining is something that not a lot of people go to, but it's same thing. Food, restaurants, beer, whatever you want there. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, but yeah, that's about our trip. If we have anything else to add before we wrap it up. Thank you all 200,000 of you for listening. Oh my God, we just keep <laughs> going up and up. Uh- we're taking over the world. I'm so flattered and <laughs> <laughs> um, No, that pretty much that covers it. Yeah. that's That was our Acadia trip. Yeah. That was our quarantine Acadia. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in and listening. I've been Billy. And I've been Jess. And this is BJ on the Road. Bye. Bye.